Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sub Dan, a Detroit Lions fan podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Papito, and on today's show, we'll recap week number 13, the Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings matchup. We're also going to preview week number 14, a matchup with the Denver Broncos, and then end the show, as we always do, with our fantasy football projections to the coalition. Sub Dan. Sub Dan. Yeah, buddy. So, Chris, it's just me and you today. Carpentito and Loso cannot make it today, so we're going to go ahead and tag team this. But uh, today is a great day. Um, great day. I got to give a round of applause to my Detroit Lions, baby. We got one. Yes, we did get one. So, the Detroit Lions move on to 1-10-1 for the season, and we pick up a W at home at Fort Field in a high-scoring affair by winning 29 to uh, 29 to 27 against the Vikings um and and we we win on the last play of the game uh I, I don't know it was epic so chris uh sub dan story of the game for you sub dan a story of the game is golf showed up golf showed up to to, to play some ball bro about touchdown damn time passes, three touchdown passes and, and, and the game winning drive Rifled it in there to Amon Ross St. Brown. He showed out today. Um, our fourth round pick of the of the past uh, draft, um, and you know, and the defense man got to give it up to the to the defense. We've been playing well. All of you know, I think a, a big story uh, of the game as well. On top of you know, golf and Amon St. Ross St. Brown is is that our backups and our our, our draft class is is. Looking really good, man. We, we spent a lot in, in our defense, and it's showing, and players are developing. Uh, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, we, we got our, our, our first win. It was like my Super Bowl. I was so hyped. You know yeah. what I mean? But hopefully this is a building block, um, and, and we can keep improving. I was really happy to see, um, you know, Dan Campbell get, get his first win um, and how selfless he was by dedicating the game to the um to the to the victims out there in uh in, in michigan uh, that, that that tragedy happened out there so um that was pretty cool dedicating the game to them um and yeah man that that's my quick take on on our w yeah for sure uh on, the, on another bright spot um our newly acquired kicker riley patterson this kid went three for three in field goals and knocked in two extra points so that is Far from the performance put up by um, Duck Brother Santoso, um, the kicking ducks. So I'm glad we finally found a kicker that can put it through the uprights and is young. And he's I actually watched the interview with him uh, right before that we did. We're doing his podcast, and he he's excited to be here. This kid's off of the practice squad for the New England Patriots. Um, he's about he's been around winning. Um, and he, he knows his job, and his job is to kick field goals, and he's excited to be here, and I'm glad to have him. You know, um, imagine if he would have missed one of those field goals early. We would have been in a different position. We wouldn't have been in a position to win the game. So uh, that is um, just to piggyback on your story of the game. Um, now we can just move into our offense as a whole and how they perform individually. Um, so golf, like you said, Chris, he showed up. He completed 25 of 41 passes for 296 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. But I'll take the interception if you're going to give me three touchdowns. And he throw those three touchdowns to three different receivers. 
He threw one to TJ Hawkinson, uh, another to a newly acquired tight end right, and then the last one, the game winner to our um, our rookie wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, so Amon Ra is definitely looking like our number one receiver. Um, and, you know, the, the offense, they, they kind of struggled, you know, at times on third downs. Actually, they, they, they really struggled. They were two for 11 and then 0 for 2 on fourth downs. But at the end of the day, when it was time to put a drive in there and put some points on the board, the Lions did it and they took the game. So I was definitely happy with the performance by Goff. Um, it's far from what he has um, been doing in the past. And uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm excited yeah, to see where the offense can go and if they, if they can build on this and then if their confidence stays up and what they can do in the remaining games. Because a lot of the players that are going to be, you know, getting the opportunity to play is the players that are that are in now replacing the injured players. So we're going to see what we got on the team. Yeah. And, and I mean, there, there were some mistakes, but, but, you know, they, they, they overcame those mistakes with, with touchdowns and, and that game winning drive. So, I mean, it wasn't pretty, um, but, you know, they, they, they finally pulled, pulled it out, um, you know, and, and, and it went our way, you know, if it went our way and, and to, to, to end in the fashion that it ended, um, you know, is a testament to how a lot of our games have, have been going this year. Um, and it was just a last minute, last second um, shutout. So. Yeah, it kind of gave me the feeling of the, the Matt Stafford pass to TJ Hawkinson last year against the Atlanta oh. Falcons. Yes, um, something similar to that. Just, just like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did it. But, hey, we got the monkey off our back. We got our first win. Now we're not going to be, you know, 0-16-1. You know, we got it out of there. But now we, we, we do want to, you know, improve on the season. So, Let's talk about our other offensive players, our offensive stars. So TJ Hawkinson, he caught four passes for 49 yards and a touchdown. Um, it looks like he's, you know, our best receiving option out there, um, along with Amon Rossi Brown. DeAndre Swift did not play. He was hurt. He got that AC joint um, injury. So he's um, questionable to start against Denver. Um, Jamal, Jamal Williams actually stepped in and did pretty good. He rushed 17 times for 71 yards and caught a pass for another nine. Um, rookie Justin Jefferson running back um, added seven uh, rushes for 18 yards. And then Godwin Iguobike, um rushed a couple times for a handful of yards. And it made it an important grab on that um, last um, game-winning drive to, to catch a pass and get out of bounds to, to save the clock and, you know, get us in positions to uh, – to, to get to that play to Armand Ra for the for the the for the win and I just you know want to say that you know Armand Ra's you know he he's showing up he's not our number one receiver and it looks like that fourth round draft pick was a great draft pick he ended up getting ten grabs for eighty six yards and a touchdown and that touchdown being the game winner Josh Reynolds caught a couple balls for sixty nine yards. And K-Man, Ray-Man did a little bit, but not much. But, you know, all the balls were going to St. Brown's way. Um, our offensive line played well. Um, and then, you know, the play calling, you know, it, it's been it's, – it's getting it's getting better. So I think Dan Campbell started getting his groove after a few weeks of calling plays. And now we're just, you know, 
Just seeing we if the, the players. Yeah, we took some shots. I was I was happy to see us take some shots, man. Um, and it looks, you know, I mean, during that game, I I, I like to see uh, Golf and, and Campbell have, having a little more dialogue there on, on the sidelines and and trusting each other, you know. So that that was a that was a bright spot. I know um, Campbell has been trying to figure it out. Golf has been trying to figure it out as well, and they finally got on the same page and, and made it happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So let's just go ahead and move our conversation down to the other side of the ball, the defense. Um, you know, I mean, defense is, you know, similar to last week. I mean, our run defense is still struggling. I know Alexander Madison, the backup running back from the Vikings, you know, he, he picked up 90 yards in a touchdown and and caught some pass. It caught three passes for 34 yards. So um, Madison did his thing, but he, this is nothing new. The it, any quarter or any wide, uh, running back or wide receiver that are number ones on uh, our opponent's teams always eat against us. Um, you know, I, I mean, we did get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, we, we sacked Cousins three times, so that's great. Um, and I just want to see if, you know, if we get Iffy back this season and see what he can provide because Josh Jacobs and um, – Armani Amurie are, are playing really good out there, along with Tracy Walker uh, in the secondary. Uh, but what if we can get Iffy back? And, you know, I mean, our, our secondary is going to be pretty good, not to mention Akuda, you know. Yep, big, big, up to, big up to the coaching. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with, with coaching, man. So Aaron Glenn. Um, yeah, Aaron Glenn doing doing a pretty good job. Uh, very happy um, with what how our defense is developing. I would say that. Yeah, so as far as bright spots, um, Tracy Walker, safety, eight solo tackles. Um, and then Charles Harris, two sacks. Come on. I mean, let's go. That, that's a, that's great production on those guys' parts. And um, our defense is getting better game by game, thanks to Aaron Glenn. And, you know, I hope he just doesn't move on to, and get a head coaching job. I would like to see him stick around the Lions for a little bit uh, because he's really pit put these guys together and they've been playing well um, just be in dealing with the injuries that we have. Um, these yeah. guys are, these guys are showing up. So um, big ups to the defense. I can't wait to see what they can do against the Broncos next week and um, the offense as well. See if we can keep that rolling, but uh, yeah, let's move on to uh, week number 14. I believe week number 14, um, the Detroit lions transfer uh, travel to Denver, Colorado and take on the, Broncos in the Mile High City. This is going to be a 4:05 kickoff. So, um, I mean, it's in Denver, so it's going to be a little cold. Um, the Broncos are coming off a, a 22 to nine loss to the Chiefs, so they're going to be mad. Um, so, Chris, um, what challenges do the Broncos bring, and what do we have to do to beat them? And then at the end, give me your game prediction of uh what's gonna happen on sunday sup dan sup dan uh i really don't think that the, the broncos are, are gonna bring us anything uh that we haven't seen this season um i think it's gonna be up to you know we, we got uh jared goff and, and bridgewater facing off and who's the better qb and who's, who's the better offense i think the denver broncos have have a solid defense um uh, and it's, it's, it's going to be up to our offense uh, 
um, to make some some things happen um, and, and take on that challenge. But I don't, I don't think that the, the Broncos, you know, uh, have anything that is that is scary um, to bring to the table. I think they're they're uh, as as of right now just a, a team with a with a with a pretty strong defense and their offense isn't isn't that great. So. Um, It'll be a game of defenses. Uh, I guess when when I say that, you know, our, our defense versus their defense, and and you know who, whose offense will, will kind of score the most points. Um, but my prediction, I think, I actually think that you know we got a good chance at, at this one, and we, we can pull this off to to get to. All right, all right. So yeah, um, the Denver Broncos um, they have a strong running game with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Um, they got outstanding, you know, receivers in Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, um, and they have Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback. So, I mean, they have talent on offense, um, and they have a outstanding defense. So it's just going to be like, are these guys going to show up? I mean, they didn't show up last week against Kansas City. Kansas City ran them out of the water 22-9. to um, so I'm pretty sure they're going to be angry. Um, we just got to show up and, you know, don't let them gas us too much on, uh, on the run. And then make sure that Judy and Sutton don't get any, um, big plays, big shots down the field. And I think like you, we can actually pull off another upset. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely got something to play for being six and six, you know what I mean? Like they're. They're still in the running, but I mean, at this at this point, the Lions, you know, the the, the Lions are, are are an opponent that, you know, we we, we have them, uh, we have teams around the league uh, every year that don't have a great record, but you know, bring the upsets to teams that are trying to make us into the playoffs. So that's what that's what we might be this year. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna play spoiler. Uh, and hey, we're playing with house money, man. We got our win already. Now it's going out there. We're gonna we're gonna play hard. We're gonna play fast, and um, we're gonna prove to um the NFL that you know the Lions are on. We're on the come up, man. You know it took us a while. It took us a whole year to get our first win, but we got it, and now it's only up from here. It's only up from here. So, and and, and one thing I, I want to say to that is that um. You know, a lot of people kind of questioning, you know, the, the, the coaching staff and and uh, on the Lions. Um, but I, I think we do have a solid leader in, in Campbell and, and our coaching staff is just, um, you know, first year um, lost a lot of players, um, released uh, some, some players this year. Um, and looking toward, towards the future. But I definitely think we got some strong leadership um, on our team. Yeah, I mean, the players love Dan Campbell. I mean, you see it in, in, in the victory celebration video. These guys are, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting hard for this guy. And the only reason they're going to fight hard for him is because they, they believe in him. Yeah, and they I trust him. I watched that, that celebration like three or four times. And I, I, I envisioned myself there with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. For, to go to go a whole year without a win, I mean, it it, it definitely you know brings out feelings like that. So uh, I was right with you. I watched it multiple times, 
and you know i was trying to pick it apart and see who who, who was actually in the video and who was celebrating but overall i mean it looks like everybody was there we had the owner in there we had the gm we had the players uh man so it was just you know it was it was it was a great situation um and hey they had fun they were dancing and all so hey, hey and, and what a what a, I, I mean, we didn't talk about this but what a a, a day for Amon Las St. Brown for his first touchdown to actually be a, a game winner yes at the end of the game like yes. that's that, oh yeah he, he's definitely keeping that game. he's definitely keeping that football is gonna put that on the mantle but yeah a game winner to you know pull a franchise out of the gutter like that and you know, get it, get it at home. I mean, it it, it was yeah. that was that was all the stars aligned on that one. So, yes, okay, sir. let's go ahead and close the book on week number four or thirteen, and then let's move on uh, to fantasy football. So, here at the subday, we are keeping track. Um, members of the coalition put out our picks, and um, we go ahead and battle in a um, fantasy football matchup each and every Sunday. Um, during the Lions versus whoever game. So the last time the Sutton Coalition was on, we picked uh, players from the Lions and Bears game that happened on Thanksgiving. Um, so the results from week number 12 is who was the winner? Chris. Chris was the yes, winner. Sir. Yes, sir. Chris got the win. Um, he selected Andy Dalton, DeAndre Swift, uh, Daryl uh, Mooney and then TJ Hawkinson. He scored a high of 47.18. Um, the low score was Carlito. He had Golf, Swift, Robinson, and Hawkinson. And the reason why he's got the lowest because Robinson didn't play, so he got a big zero there. So totals after two weeks of playing. Um, Chris is in first place with 100 points. Um, Tito's in second with 90 points. I'm in third with 86, and Carlito is 83 points in last. So right now, Carlos is buying the bottle or whatever you want, Chris. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to week number 14. Um, all the members of the coalition are going to pick their team, um, and we have players from both the Lions and the Denver Broncos. So on the Lions side of the ball, we have Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Caveman Raveman, Josh Reynolds, and TJ Hawkinson to choose from. And then from the Denver Broncos, we're going to have Teddy Bridgewater, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, and Noah Fant. So um, since um, Carpentito couldn't make it today, he sent his picks. So he's going to go with um, quarterback Jared Goff. He's going to go with running back Javante Williams. He's going to go with wide receiver Jerry Judy and then tight end TJ Hawkinson. And for Carlito, because he didn't make it and he didn't give his picks, we're going to give him all Lions players. So he's going to go with <laughs> Jared Cobb. He's going to have Jamal Williams or DeAndre Swift. Depends if Swift plays, we're going to give him Swift. But if Swift doesn't play, he's going to get Jamal Williams. He's going to get St. Brown and TJ Hawkinson. So, Go Lions for go Lions. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pick my squad. My squad is gonna be. I'm gonna go Jerry Goff. I think we're gonna have to throw the ball. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go DeAndre Swift if he plays. If not, 
Jamal Williams, one of the two. Um, Jerry Judy, and then TJ Hawkinson. So, Chris, I need a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Who are you going with? QB, I'll take Bridgewater. It's going Bridgewater. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves. Running back, I'll take. Uh, I will take the Lions running back. Whoever, whoever, whoever plays. plays. Okay, so I'll yeah, just play I think Lions. it's, it's going to be Williams, but I'll, I'll take. I'll w- take Williams. Williams or Swift. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and a wide receiver, I will take Judy. Judy. And tight end, I'll take Hawkinson. All right. So I got you down. And we are going to keep track and, you know, watch the game. And you are currently in the lead by 10 points. So um, as long up. as you keep Catch it up, up, as long as you keep, as long as you keep scoring, you know you're gonna maintain that lead. I'm gonna have to take some risks here and there to try to, you know, try to try to get somebody that blows up. But we will see in due time. But that is going to, you know, close out our podcast. It's a nice and quick one. But hey, we had to get it in. The Detroit Lions are now one ten and one. We got our first win. Uh, we did it against a uh, a division opponent. So it basically counts as two because we won one and they lost one. So that's always great. Um, and I just look forward to, you know, what the Lions are going to do for the remaining of the, of the season. So uh, Coalition, subbed in. Subbed in. Aye.